Welcome to Today in the Word with Pastor Bob Larson of Calvary Chapel Caldwell. Pastor Bob will be with us in just a few minutes, but first we'd like to let you know that Calvary Chapel is located on the corner of 10th and Everett, across from the library in downtown Caldwell. We have two Sunday morning services at 9.30 and 11.30. If you prefer Saturday nights, we have a Saturday night service at 7 p.m. We also have a midweek service Wednesday night at 7 p.m. You can watch Today in the Word on Sunday mornings at 10 a.m. on ABC Channel 6.1. Join us as we broadcast Calvary Chapel Caldwell's Sunday morning church services, where Pastor Bob teaches you how to apply the truths in your Bible to your everyday experiences so that you might enjoy a better life. In Proverbs 6, the Bible tells us six things the Lord hates. Now, there aren't very many places in the Bible where it says God hates things. And he says, yes, seven are an abomination to him. A proud look, a lying tongue, hands that shed innocent blood, a heart devises wicked plans, feet that are swift to run to evil, a false witness who speaks lies, and notice this, one who sows discord among the brethren. So one of the things that God hates is someone who stirs up discord among the brethren, God, God's people. And so a little further down, Paul's going to tell them that divisiveness is a mark of carnality. It's a mark of worldliness, and, and it, causing division in the church is a characteristic of a carnal, selfish, fleshly believer, not the mark of a mature believer. Now, what's interesting, if you've been a Christian for very long, that sometimes people think a mark of maturity is to be condescending and stir up division, right? But that is what Paul's going to say is marks of, of immaturity. Now, Jesus prayed for the church in John 17, 21. He said that they all may be one as you, Father, are in me and I in you, that they also may be one in us, that the world may believe that you sent me, that they may be one just as we are one i and them you and me that they may be made perfect in one that the world may know that you have sent me and have loved them as you have loved me so jesus prayed for the church to be in unity and that that would be a witness to the world right and so in verse 11 paul goes on and says for it has been declared to me concerning you my brethren by those of chloe's house that you are that there are contentions among you now <clears throat> Chloe told the Apostle Paul about these contentions that were going on in the church. And, you know, that was strife, squir- uh, you know, quarreling and such in the church there. And the Apostle Paul uh, says in Galatians 5 that the works of the flesh. Now, in Galatians 5, it tells us walking in the spirit, love, peace, joy, long suffering. And it says the works of the flesh are. Now, notice what it says. The works of the flesh are evident, which are adultery, right? That's having sex with somebody else when you're you know, married, not married to them, fornication, that's sex outside of marriage, uncleanness, lewdness, sexual immorality, idolatry, sorcery, that's, you know, pharmacia, we get the drug abuse, hatred. Now notice, in the midst of all of that stuff, adultery, sexual immorality, he says, contentions, jealousies, outbursts of wrath, selfish ambition, dissensions, heresies, envy, murder, drunkenness, revelries, and the like, of which I told you beforehand, and I also told you in times past, that those who practice such things will not inherit the kingdom of God. So these are not things that God wants in our lives. These are not going to help us to experience life the way God wants us to. So uh, in verse 12, Paul says, now I say this, that each of you says, I am of Paul, I am of Apollos, I am of Cephas, I am of Christ. And then Paul says, is Christ divided? Was Paul crucified for you? Or were you baptized into the name of Paul? And notice this. He says, I thank God that I baptized none of you except Crispus and Gaius, lest anyone should say that I have baptized in my own name. Yes, I also baptized the house of Stephanus. 
Besides, I do not know whether I baptize any other. For Christ did not send me to baptize, but to preach the gospel. So Paul's saying, look, you guys are dividing over who baptized you. You're arguing over, hey, I'm of Paul, I'm of Apollos. And he's saying, look, that's all wrong. And you're arguing who, who, you know, should you be baptized by this person or that person. And they're dividing and arguing over baptism. Now, this was 2,000 years ago. And still today, there are people that argue over baptism and debate and cause, you know, strife and contentions about it. And there are even those who would say, you're not saved unless you get baptized. Paul's saying, I thank God that I didn't baptize any of you except for a couple, you know, Crispus and Gaius. Now, do you think if the most famous evangelist in the history of Christianity said, I thank God that I didn't baptize any of you, that you need to be baptized to get saved? Right? You, I, mean, right? I mean, what about when Jesus said to the guy on the cross, today you'll be with me in paradise. There in Luke 23, 43, Jesus said to him, assuredly I say to you, today you'll be with me in paradise. Now, Jesus didn't say, hey, look, if you can get down from there and get baptized real quick, <laughs> you know, you're going to be in, right? I mean, it just, it's, people come up with things because they just, you know, hear somebody say something, and then they believe something because they heard it from somebody else. But really, as Bible-believing Christians, it, we want to believe what Jesus taught and what the Scriptures teach and not what just somebody makes up. And so Paul says, look, stop arguing over baptism. It, it's not, you know, who, you're, who baptized you, right? It, it's about your relationship with Jesus. Now it goes on in verse 17. It says, for Christ did not send me to baptize but to preach the gospel. Now he says, not with wisdom of words, lest the cross of Christ should be made of no effect. Now, Paul's saying, look, we're not talking about wisdom of the world. We're talking about God's principles. And so now from verse 17 all the way to 1 Corinthians 3, we're going to hear about God's wisdom 17 times. And Paul's going to point out the difference between the wisdom of the world and the wisdom of God. And they are very different. And I think if you're a Christian and you're a parent or a grandparent, you need to be able to discern, the Bible says, that mature Christians can discern between the wisdom of the world and the wisdom of God, between good and evil. Now, it goes on in verse 18. It says, For the message of the cross is foolishness to those who are perishing, but to us who are being saved, it is the power of God. And, and you know, we talked about this on Sunday, um, you know, that more people believe in the message of the cross than any other religious thing in the world. In fact, I have a graphic for you, uh, one that from 2015, and it, it tells us, Christians are the largest religious group in the world. This is 2015. It's still the same today. But back then, they said 2.3 billion Christians believe in Jesus Christ. And, and I read the other day that in 2019, they redid this again, and it was 2.5 billion. But uh, remember, we talked about how some people want to make it seem like that, you know, nobody believes in Christianity. Nobody believes in that foolish nonsense about the Bible and sin and hell and heaven and all that stupid stuff, right? And then I reminded all of you on Sunday that some of the most wisest, powerful intellects in the history of the world believe in the message of the cross. And we talked about Shakespeare, C.S. Lewis, Tolkien, uh, Sir Isaac Newton. And then I told you about, you know, in our own country, uh, our first president, George Washington, second, John, uh, John Adams, John Quincy Adams, Ronald Reagan, a whole bunch of presidents were Christians. And then we talked about how many pro-athletes are believers in Jesus Christ. They believe in the message of the cross. Uh, Scotty Scheffler, who won the Masters, uh, and then I went home after church and watched a little golf, and Scotty Scheffler was in second place. He almost won, but he missed a couple putts, and so he didn't win again. But, uh, right, he won the Masters, and then Cooper Cup, who was the MVP of the Super Bowl, he won uh, the MVP, right, and he said, hey, God told me I was going to win this. And then, uh, you know, we talked about Steph Curry, who was the only NBA player in the history of the NBA to have every single player 
vote for him as MVP a few years ago. Verse 18, it says, For the message of the cross is foolishness to those who are perishing, but to us who are being saved, it is the power of God. So, in other words, the message of the cross is to those uh, in the process of perishing, it's foolishness. So people that are self-destructing, it's foolishness. But those who are in the process of being saved by the power of God, then it's the wisdom of God. Now, uh, uh, you know, I, I like to just kind of help you to understand where we are with the foolishness of the world, right? So, so those people who think that the message of the cross and the Bible and the message of Jesus Christ is foolishness, uh, what do they believe? There's this uh, movie that my son told me about. It's called What is a Woman? And it's a very simple thing. It's just what is a woman? If I were to ask Rich, Rich, what is a woman? Rich could probably tell me what a woman is, right? So now there's a segment of society that believes that Christianity is idiotic, and they think they're brilliant. Now, in this movie, they interview Ph.D. college professors. They interview doctors. They interview psychiatrists, psychologists, and, and I, I didn't watch the whole thing. I think it's an hour long. It's for free. You can watch it on, online. Just uh, duck, duck, go. Uh, what is a woman documentary? The wisdom of the world at this point in our culture is quite crazy. In fact, there was a little thing on there that it just is, it's hard to believe. So that guy, Matt, he asked this surgeon who has performed 2,000 sex changes. He said, so you think this is good? Yeah, it's all good. He said, well, there's this thing where sometimes people identify as missing a limb. And if that person came to you and said, I identify as only having one arm, would you cut the other arm off? And the surgeon who's done 2,000 sex changes said, no. And he said, well, what do you think about that? And he said, well, the, the surgeon that does these sex changes said, well, it's not a technical term, but that person's cuckoo. And he said, oh, so you think somebody who identifies as a one-armed person that wants one cut off is an idiot. But if they want to go from a man to a woman, they're totally in their right mind. Yes. Now, I, I don't, it's just hard to comprehend. But this is the wisdom of the world. And I think that it's very important for every grandparent and parent who has kids, grandkids, relatives on TikTok on uh, social media, Instagram, Snapchat, and, and whatever other social medias that they hide from their parents, that you need, to be know what, you need to know what they're telling them because, you know, they're deceiving them. And really, the, the wisdom of the world, it's not going after 40, 56-year-olds, right? They're going after young elementary-age kids who don't know the difference, right? Uh, in one of the instances, he asked that psychiatrist who, uh, you know, was pro-whatever, and uh, she says, so now if, if a six-year-old believes in Santa Claus and wants to have a sex change, you don't see any problem with that? Like, no, that's good. And he's like, well, they can't, they can't discern reality. Well, it doesn't matter. Whatever their reality is, their reality. Now, it's hard for me to believe that stuff or even, it's hard to even believe that's even real, but you can watch it. It's real. So you can check it out. It's free. You can uh, duck, duck, go, uh, what is a woman documentary. But that's the wisdom of the world. Now, Paul's saying, you don't want to follow that because that doesn't produce the best kind of life that God wants for you. So he says in verse 19, For it is written, I will destroy the wisdom of the wise, and I will bring to nothing the understanding of the prudent. Where is the wise? Where is the scribe? Where is the disputer of this age? Has not God made foolish the wisdom of this world? And so, you know, someone has decide, uh, defined philosophy as a blind man in the dark looking for a black cat that isn't there, right? And, and when you watch that movie, it, that's what it's like. And, and so, you know, the wisdom of the world you just look at it, and what is it producing? Now, most of you have enough intelligence that you can logically deduct a simple thing like this. 
what is our society, which is the most educated society in the history of mankind producing? Is it producing an America that is every week, every month, every year that goes by, are you thinking to yourself, man, people are more honest? Everybody's more trustworthy at every company, every store I go to. You can just trust them that their mental health is better than ever, uh, that their children are more behaving than ever, that their marriages are lasting for a lifetime. Is that what the wisdom of the world is producing? Well, you all know the answer is no. Thank you for joining us for Today in the Word. We'd like to share with you a couple of things that are going on here at Calvary Chapel. Calvary Chapel Caldwell is now hiring full-time and part-time positions for our exciting Calvary Kids Learning Center. If you enjoy working with children from newborn through kindergarten, please give us a call at 453-9653. Positions are Monday through Friday with our availability to fit your schedule. To learn more about these exciting opportunities, please call 453-9653. We look forward to meeting with you. Calvary Chapel Caldwell would like to invite you to our Saturday night service at 7 p.m. This is an alternative for those who cannot make it to our Sunday morning services. Like us on Facebook at Calvary Chapel Caldwell or check out our website at calvarycaldwell.com. You can watch Today in the Word on Sunday mornings at 10.30 a.m. on The CW, Channel 2.2. Join us as we broadcast Calvary Chapel Caldwell's Sunday morning church services where Pastor Bob teaches you how to apply the truth in your Bible to your everyday experiences so that you might enjoy a better life. If you would like a copy of Pastor Bob's message today in its entirety, you can call us at 208-453-9653 during the hours of 9 a.m. to 5 p.m. If you're not currently attending a church and are in the Caldwell area, we'd like to invite you to one of our services. We're located on the corner of 10th and Everett, right across from the library in downtown Caldwell. You can also visit us on the web at calvarycaldwell.com. If Today in the Word is ministered to you and you would like to support this radio outreach ministry, we encourage you to pray for us. You can also partner with us financially. Simply visit calvarycaldwell.com to make a donation. Thank you for joining us for Today in the Word. May the Lord bless you and may you have a great day. Today is the day you will